Hello, and welcome to episode 73 of Film Night. My name's Richie. My name's Jack. My name's Henry. And in today's episode, we're talking about The Girl on the Train and Son of Saul. How you guys doing? Yeah, good, Richie. Very well, thank you. Good stuff. Yeah. You guys had a good week? Not really. No. Nothing spectacular, just... No, it's just uni, it? Just a regular week. Love the dross. <laughs> well, that's true, actually. <coughs> I well, got a pocket ticket today <clears throat> oh. to mm. even more, so... Um, it's becoming a regular feature, isn't it? Parking ticket uh, <laughs> anecdotes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Joe didn't get his in the end, did he? I don't think. Really, you feel it? Yeah, good on him. But I, I, I won't be in a position to do that because I was wrongly parked. But I've got away with it before, so I thought I'd get away with it today. But I didn't. So there we go. Mm. But it is a joke, isn't it? I mean, with, yeah, yeah. Henry knows how bad it is because we go in obviously same uni, same course, but there's nowhere to park for students who live off campus. So it's just a nightmare. I mean, they do have cars. Wait, wait, you can't park in the same places that people that live on campus park? Um, no. Can't use a um, university. Really? Can't, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. That's fucking bullshit. You, That's bullshit. You can, exactly, you, yeah, so we're not alone here. Yeah. You can get a per- so nine grand a year paying for. I know, oh, well, exactly. it's yeah. a question we've asked ourselves many times. That's what's every but day for past you can get a That's fucking ridiculous. You can get a permit. But you have to live at least an hour away via public transport, and even once you do, which I do, so which I'm he eligible. does, it's yeah. then if you want a permit, it's then ninety quid. <laughs> Fucking hell! Ridiculous, isn't it? This honestly, cause cannot wait to finish now. Cured, absolutely cured of it. I park at work for free. What the hell be doing soon? <sighs> so that was a right. Well, uh, that was a yeah. life. That was a bad part of my day. Yeah, and you've had a. Particularly bad week, Henry, or just you? Know, uh, well, usual. Just, just usual, Richie. Yeah, just yeah. went to Leeds. How was that? Oh, cr- have we not been? Oh yeah, Christ. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, it's because on Monday we're here for summer sort of. Yeah, it seems. Yeah, 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 yeah Christ. Sorry. Yeah, no, I was in Leeds this weekend. Yeah. How was that? Um, oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, very good. Raven misbehaving. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, no, it was a good weekend. Yeah. I've I've got all about that, um, Jack. I just thought it's only a few days since we last year, so I just yeah, yeah, yeah. Been back. Yeah. Cool. So that was really good, yeah. Right. Thanks for asking. Uh, well, I haven't really got anything to update, so... Mm. Oh, I've got one more thing. Oh, oh go on. Come on, get on with it. <laughs> T- today I did my first pre-record for Radio Lanks. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, how'd that go? It went all right. Um, <laughs> right. No, I mean... Cause Sell it. Because <laughs> it's, it's my, obviously my first one, and I was a bit nervous, and I didn't really know how it was... The layout of it. Did he not tell you what he was going to say? No, I've been trying to. I've, I've been sending emails, but they've not been getting back to me. So I thought I'll just turn up on the day they've asked me to go and just see what they say. So I did. Mm-hmm. Went today with my notes, my, no, <laughs> with my notes ready to review two films: The Magnificent Seven and Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, which presumably we'll hear more from. Yep, later in the episode. Uh, no, I didn't watch it. You're just going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have my notes ready. The whole thing was only three minutes long, so and it absolutely flies. So I've got you know quite a few points I want to raise, and I've got Gilly asking questions in the middle. Well, we've already hit three minutes and thirty seconds on this That's show. That's not long, is it? And we haven't even started talking about films. So. No, because I know it's obviously going to be. Maybe we ought to cut down a bit, like, like radio length. Well, and, and obviously I know it's going to be snappy and nothing like this, but I still had quite a lot of points I wanted to get across. It is hard to fit it in. and and you, obviously you've got to pick and choose what you what you say and don't say, but I'll get used to it as the weeks when go by. Will, when will we be able to listen to it? You can enjoy my dulcet tones at 7.50am on Saturday. Jesus. This Saturday? Yeah. You'll have to put that on the uh, Twitter for all our fans to listen yeah, to. Yeah, I will do. Because uh, You can listen to Radio Lancashire online. Do you have to be in you, Lancashire? 
No, you can listen to it online. All right, so it's on the iPlay then. <clears throat> I think so. so. On the iPlay. I think so. I'm not too sure actually. Yeah, so people can listen to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Presumably, if if you're not up, yeah, you can go back and. I'm re- pretty sure we put all the shows on the iPlay. They do, yeah, yeah. they do. Okay, all right. Um, and um, this episode will be out after yes that pre-recorded. Yeah. Mm. So if you're not up at 7:50 on a Saturday morning, then you can listen to it on iPlay. I'm not up on a 7:50. <laughs> well, no, I, you I, send I, me the raw file, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, it, I think it went all right. I was very excited to do it, obviously, and looking forward to next week. And as I say, as the weeks go on, hopefully, I'll just get a bit more used to the format. Well, oh, great stuff! Mm. I'm really looking forward to hearing it, actually, Jack. Yeah, so am I. Okay, shall we get started on please this review? This week, we're talking about the girl on the train, and um, we might talk a bit of spoilers for this film. But I think, to be honest, I think it would be best if we try to avoid main spoilers because it's so. If you care about minor spoilers, I guess, then skip ahead. I'll put in the description if we do mention any major spoilers, and I'll put in there when it'll end. Here's a clip. I actually miss being the other woman. Did you enjoy cheating on Rachel? Seriously? We not fixate on her. I saw her again today. Where? This afternoon, when the police brought Scott back home, she was across the street. And when she saw me, she got aggressive. Aggressive how? What if Rachel killed Megan? Rachel did not kill Megan. Um, The Girl on the Train is directed by Tate Taylor, and it stars Emily Blunt, Hayley Bennett, Rebecca Ferguson, Justin Theroux, Luke Evans, Edgar Ramirez, and Laura Prepon. The synopsis is, a divorcee becomes entangled in a missing persons investigation that promises to send shockwaves throughout her life. What did you two think of the girl on the train? Um, okay, so... <laughs> okay, now, so. I, I love films and I love TV, right, where... Good job you're on this show. Yeah, well, it's a good job on the show. <laughs> where, you know, it, it's, it's, got this, it's got this great storyline. Mm. And it's a, it's a murder mystery, it's a whodunit. And there's so many different characters, and and you you sat there, you sat there in the cinema, you sat there, I mean, you're trying to work out, you know, oh who is it, who's done it? This story is so good, it's so strong, yeah, yeah. the acting is fantastic. <laughs> you know, I really like this actor, I really don't like this character. And this film had none of that. <laughs> it was absolute dross. I think it was so boring, so long. It was it was pathetic. From minute one, and I, I worked out, and I looked at my watch when I did it. God is my witness. <laughs> sat there in the cinema, in my head, and I, I, I predicted the ending to yeah. my fucking T. And I looked at my watch forty minutes in, and I predicted what was going to happen. Yeah, and just... we still had another hour and ten minutes to go. And you know, I just thought it was it was so poor, um, from start to finish. I was not tense at any moment. I was not on the edge of my seat. I wasn't rooting for any characters. It was a fucking absolute clusterfuck of a storyline. It was just absolute carnage and piss poor. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that uh, reaction from you was probably more predictable than the film itself. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I have to a- agree. I don't think, uh, I, I think I'm quite as angry as it, <laughs> about <laughs> it as you are. But, uh, yeah, I completely agree with pretty much everything you said. It was, it was, not, very, it was not good. The script was pretty terrible. I think that's got to be the worst for me. I liked some of the ideas 
which kind of just makes me feel like I probably should just read the book. I, I feel like I bet it's a much better book. I I, I get that. I think there's so much going on. I get that feeling. Yeah, I get the feeling that. And interestingly, when I was walking out, there's a couple of women just walking in front of me. I think I had. Obviously, we all read the book by the looks of it. Yeah. Like one of them said, "Oh, it, it should have been a bit longer because we really could have got into it." Mm. Oh, I didn't. I didn't hear that. Longer. Fucking. It felt extremely long yeah. to me. I don't know. But maybe it's one of those things where. Well, it's definitely one of them where there's that much happening. At least a book, you've got the time to. It's a time to. 112 minutes. It's not even that. It's not that long. Felt long. It felt long. Felt longer. Yeah. It did feel longer. It did feel. That's just overnight. Yeah. Christ. But it's not exactly. I mean, I, I agree with you. I'm sure the book's better, but I wouldn't say this has sold me the book. I'm not going to rush no, out and buy it. No, I, I probably won't rush out and buy it. And I think you know part of that has got to be well, I know I know the well, the, the, the is, end of the story now, so I, I feel it, like that's the the whole yeah, yeah. Uh, what you're supposed to get out of the book and the film. Is I, I was expecting out. more of a Gone Girl type film when I first watched Gone Girl. Same sort of thing, wasn't it? It, it, mm. it was this best-selling book made into a, it. to a film, and it was a bloody good film actually. Yeah, I still need to see I that. Really enjoyed it. Um, Whereas this was just a complete opposite. I mean, yeah, it was just an absolute shower. I mean, I, th- I, I agree. I thought I thought it would be very similar in in like the story and stuff, but I was not expecting a film as good as Gone Girl. I really enjoyed Gone Girl, like you, and I didn't go into this film thinking, right, this is going to be another Gone Girl. No, I wanted it. Let me think it. Yeah, oh yeah, of course I, I wanted it, but no, I, my hopes, my hopes weren't that high. I can't really put my finger on why. Maybe it was the trailer. It, too much was happening in the trailer. I don't know. I, I don't think. I don't think I had any hopes whatsoever because if you, I remember from, from we, what we I watched from when, 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 when I, well, when I remember from what I remember yeah, from watching did, the trailer did. is thinking it didn't really give you anything. It was quite short and it it jumped around a lot and it didn't really kind of hint at anything to do with what the story was about. So yeah. the film actually ended up being very different to to what I kind of had in my yeah, mind because yeah, the, the trailer <laughs> the trailer just didn't show you much. So I mean that's fine. That's always yeah. good. You know, the trailer doesn't really need to show you anything. But at the same time, it didn't really kind of lure me in thinking, oh, I really want to find out what this film is about. Yeah, I think I think one of the biggest problems with, with this film is that it was just filled with absolute padding. Like, oh, there yeah. was so many scenes when I would Fuck say... around. You know, you're right, Jack, and it's interesting because at the same time, I feel like the film was in a rush. Like, all yeah. the time, I felt like this conversation just started and you don't know this person but you're already giving out a lot of information about yourself Mm. and if this all feels really weird and it's like the film couldn't wait to explain things to the audience yeah and from the beginning i felt like jesus this thing is dealing out a lot of information about its characters and we're five minutes in yeah i don't need all this i you know let me figure something out for myself yeah a lot of the interactions especially i felt between scott and rachel very just unrealistic it, it literally started off with uh, going through character by character oh, and, and putting the name on the putting the, the name on the, on the screen just so you can put it to their face and then telling you their story so far yeah narrating their own story yeah yeah great I mean it's like it's supposed to seem oh this is a new kind of feel this is this is interesting but it's just kind of a lazy way to get your exposition yeah, across I, I think we all agree that narration's only good when it's used sparingly and in the right time and context, I can get behind narration. Whereas this, it was just—it was just too much, wasn't it? Especially the start. Mm. Literally, every all four characters were narrating over. I was just, oh, for, 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 if it had stopped after Emily Blunt's narration, I would have been okay with it. 
Yeah, who's who's the main character here? Because none of them, none of them again, apart from Emily Blunt narrated throughout the rest of the film, so it just didn't make sense. Yeah. We never heard, I don't think we did anyway, hear Megan narrate again, or maybe I'm, that's wrong. Nah, I don't think so. They, and when she, even when she did narrate, I mean, it made a bit more sense for her because it then turned into her talking to a therapist, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but, that's, but, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, something I will say is that... I'd, sometimes she'd go off on a tangent telling a story and then it'd flash back to something. No, it's not no problem with that. No, 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 not at all. Um, <clears throat> but I had a problem with her. I thought she was awful. But it, she looked like Jennifer Lawrence, didn't she? I thought it was. She yeah, is. I thought it was at first. What's the actress name? Hayley Bennett. She was in The Magnificent Seven. Fucking, she was awful. She was so bad. Really? I don't think she was the worst in this for I me. Thought, why was the worst? Um, no. Well, to be honest... No, I thought she was good. Really? Yeah. I've, I've, right. She was good. Okay. Right. No. Just let me. Let me. Let me get this point across. I everyone. She, I she was. Every, uh, everyone always always says. Everyone's like everyone falls in love with Emily Blunt and says she's an amazing actress. And I haven't seen Sicario, and that's supposed to be incredible. I, but I just I haven't seen her do anything amazing. And to be honest, I thought she was pretty bad in this. Yeah. Really? I, I, I mean, she, I thought she was very bad. Yeah. Can I just bring a point up, please? Yeah. The drunk acting. Oh, come, come on. Abysmal. Yeah. Abysmal. Yeah. Awful. Some of the worst really? drunk acting about this. I yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, awful. It was like it was like oh. a, it, was called, it was like a cartoon's idea it's of a drunk. Ridiculous! Person. It was a joke. It was a. It was. A, I did not think she was bad. I I thought it was a really was unrealistic. Was a caricature of drunk acting? Yeah, it was. It was like a, a, a cliche of what yeah. of what a drunk person acts yeah. like. It wasn't. It yeah, wasn't realistic in any way to me. Well, so, so, uh, so, you know, what, I tell you about this thing. Uh, no, what? Yeah, yeah. Not everyone gets like that after you had a few drinks. You still fucking speak. No, nobody. Yeah, nobody like does that, that anyway. Nobody yeah, does that. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, you know, with the, with the loopy eye, eyelids and everything, and the oh god, it was awful. Yeah, yeah, but she's an alcoholic. Yeah, but you don't, you don't. Alcoholics I also stumble thought, around. The in bottom. fact, I also think it was an unrealistic portrayal of alcoholics. Yeah, it was just it, again. It was like a cliche of an alcoholic. It was like. Somebody that's never known an alcoholic trying to portray an alcoholic. It would have been. It would have made the film even better if a drinking problem was subtle. Yeah, it would have made it a much better film. Yeah, because it would have been a lot more confusing, mm. and you would have been sat there thinking, "Oh, has she seen this side of it, or has she seen this?" Plus, side of I think alcoholics are pretty good at holding their drink. Yeah, yeah. I thought. Yeah, I thought it was shocking. Uh, drunk acting, really. Didn't yeah, it was. It was. Maybe, but it she, was really annoying for me. At and, the first, and it just wouldn't stop. The first, yeah, the first fifteen minutes of the film was just the same scene: her on the train, her drinking on the train, her looking out the window on the train, the rating on the train. Mm. And I just thought, right, well, I've already seen fifteen minutes of this. I'm bored already. Yeah, the, the start was slow, but I, I quite liked the acting. Not just from her. I thought Justin Theroux was really good. Who was that? Her ex-husband. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, I disagree with that. I don't think he was very good either. <laughs> What? Why? What? He was I, can't, a, I can't have an opinion on someone's no, acting. No, you can, but I'm surprised. Like, I honestly thought he was, he was a good actor. What? What? What was it about his performance? So over the top. So over the top with the with the anger. I just, I just thought he was meh. I just thought he was. How was it over the top? Middle of the road. I, I thought a lot of it was over the top. I thought the whole story was over the top, and and everyone was. Over, but I, I really thought he was over the top. I definitely thought Megan. I didn't was, have that much of a problem with him. To be honest, mm, I, did. I thought but Megan I was, was over the actor. top. I didn't like her, but I thought he was good. Megan was the worst, I think, closely followed by Emily. I also, I know we liked Luke Evans in uh, High Rise, but I wasn't a massive fan of him in this. Agreed. Yeah, Luke Evans was really good in High Rise. I thought he was one of the best performances actually in High Rise. Yeah, um, that was the last thing that I've seen him in, saw him in. Um, and this, yeah, I thought he was one of the most unrealistic characters actually. Yeah, his his reactions and his again yeah. over the top, isn't it? Yeah, over the top, and 
you know, how the hell did he end up in Emily Blunt's flat? Yeah, they didn't, they did didn't that explain happen? that at all. Why did he keep popping every time, up? Every single, every, every time something happened, he was just there. Every time anything he happened, weird that, that didn't really make much sense. They just kind of threw a line in, yeah, just to kind of explain it. But he always oh, just seemed I to be walked in, in. The door, the door was unlocked. Yeah, so I, I wasn't, I wasn't breaking in. <laughs> and I, okay, I, you I, were trespassing, though. And I have to say, I thought the po- Alison Janney who played the policewoman. I thought that. Like the police, the way the police dealt with this investigation was completely. Yeah, yeah. I like I like Alison Janney. I think she's a good actress. Yeah, no, but I'm not saying she was bad. No, no. I, I hate. Yeah, her character was terrible. Mm. I'm saying, you know, like, it, it, it was a, a cliche of a. Well, I don't know if you know. It was you've a got you've got to meet. It would have been a cliche if she was a bloke. Because mm, blo- the bloke ended up at one point yeah. just saying, right, come on, let's yeah. go. He <laughs> said, right. But what I hated was it was so unrealistic, and this was the worst part. Like To, to her, to Alice and Johnny's character, um, Rachel is like a prime suspect in, in this murder case. Yeah. And so when, when she turns up to her office and says, I've got a statement I want to make, you don't then go, I'll just take a walk with me. Yeah. Come into the bathroom. Come into the bathroom. All casual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, let's, let, I'll take this seriously. Let's let's make a statement. Wait, right. but did you see like a gun like slightly out of his holster just like showing off? Because I, I get like, you know, okay, a technique to get information out is maybe to be a bit casual and mm. conversation and be friendly with them. I get that. But don't like confront her in the bathroom. All of her counter decisions annoyed me. It was... Yeah. It's a shame actually because I agree with you. Um, I, the last thing I saw Alison Janney was that <clears throat> Netflix original film Tallulah. Yeah, and she was she was really good in that. I talked about this last. I talked about that last week because I watched it. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. It's good in it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I thought she was really good in that. Yeah, I think she's good. I think yeah. she's a good actress. Um, yeah. But yeah, in this, her character was just so. She just did stupid things all the time, mm-hmm. and it was just like, no, I'm not. I'm just not going to believe anything anyone says. Yeah, I'm. It is not my job to find the killer here. You have to come to me and give me all the evidence. Yeah. Like, what kind of she police? Just, she just walked out mm. and said, oh, by the way, if you remember anything, give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, are you an investigator? She, and she just, she knows nothing about these characters and she's accusing them of this, that and the other. And it's like, oh, you spoke to this guy? You're probably sleeping with him then. Yeah. You're an alcoholic. <laughs> You've spoken to her for two minutes. <laughs> yeah, and and something else I didn't, I thought this film had a, too much of is close-ups of crying faces whilst delivering a monologue. Yeah, especially like, that is that is effective when it's done. Um, this film felt occasionally like it was very in love with itself. That, that, that's that's effective, like sometimes, but when it's done with each character, did anyone know it's been god awful use of slow mo occasionally? Yeah, like, oh my mm. god, I was disc- I nearly barfed at one point. Absolutely awful, isn't it? And the kind of, the kind of shaky... It was random times. Yeah, yeah. It looked really tacky. Yeah. And out of place. A bit amateurish, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It was like... It's not like it was awful. It's quite hard to get slow on a train. Well, <laughs> it's going so quick. What was bad about it is that you noticed it as yeah, something that really, was odd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of what it was like. It was like, oh, okay. Weird, not, weird decision. What I, yeah. What I thought it did do well is I quite liked when it showed you split seconds of the memory all thrown in together. In a quick little montage. I mean, I guess, but it's like it's nothing new, is it? It's been done before. No, it? but it got me. Million. Think, it got me thinking, and it got me like, what was that shot? And, you know, it, I thought it worked well. I thought was, I thought the score was piss poor as well. I really didn't like it. It was just a piano, wasn't it? It was just awful. Yeah, you're right. It didn't really add anything to the film. Mm. No, it's weird, isn't it? Like going back to your point about how, because it was trying to rush rush developments to the audience, but at the same time, it did feel bloody slow and boring like how did he even manage to do that 
<laughs> yeah, just so many pointless scenes. It was because it was it was so keen to give the audience so much information all the time that it just had to keep adding things in, just to go just for someone to have a pointless conversation that's for the audience rather than the characters. Mm. So it's feeling like the film is rushing to give information out, but is also really slow because it's adding in all this bullshit. Yeah. I also felt that when we learned about Megan's daughter that she's had previously and what went, what happened there unnecessary uh, kind of spoilerish <laughs> but we can give spoilers going yeah okay sorry what were you saying about I that? was just saying I thought it was unnecessary and I, I know obviously they're trying to um, develop her character and give you a bit more insight into why mm. she's acting the way she is but I kind of appreciate it giving her but again I, I think I think that was I think that's something for a book though you know what I mean? Yeah, I reckon that's something that could it, be. It all feels like it works. It'll work better in a book than in a film. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. So it, it leaves me feeling maybe this shouldn't have been adapted. Maybe mm-hmm. it should have just been left as a book. I, sometimes I would think maybe this has potential to be a good film with the right people behind it. But um, you know, essentially, I just think mm. it's probably just better as a book. Because what about Gone Girl? What Gone Girl I thought did really well is it was n- like. It did, like you said, after 40 minutes she knew the ending. Like with Gone Girl, I was like, it kept you guessing and it wasn't predictable. Mm. Whereas this, it just was. Um, but even after even after it, it, it gave you uh, the ending and, you'd, you know, we've solved the mystery, it just wouldn't fucking end. Oh my God, I, I was laughing at I was laughing at one point. I hate cliche graveyard kept... endings. Oh, well, there's well, that. But the graveyard ending, right, when Emily Blunt's walking up the graveyard. like Spider-Man. And we've got the backdrop, <laughs> the backdrop of Manhattan. And, yeah. And I started laughing because that is exactly one of the scenes in a Face Jacker episode where <laughs> Brian, <laughs> Brian Madondi <laughs> is walking up, walking up the same fucking graveyard. But happens in the background. He's going up to visit Andy Warhol's um, grave, and it is so funny. And she literally did the same thing. I just oh, started no. laughing to myself. Oh mm. no! But it, just every time, it felt like okay, we're kind of getting to the end now. Oh, it, it cut yeah. to a scene, and I was like, "Oh fuck! There's yeah. still there's still loads it wants to give us. There's still loads of information it wants us to have. This is oh, not going to end." I forgot about this character. Right, quick. Yeah, come, come yeah. To black, right, come on, exactly. Two minutes. Right now, you. <laughs> yeah, wow. it, it had to Everything, close. Every, yeah, everything had to have closure. It couldn't leave anything off. Couldn't just 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 end on a point. Like it could have ended. Could have ended in the garden. It could have ended in the garden. It should have ended in the garden. Should have done, yeah. Because you left thinking. Cause I, I didn't need to see Luke Evans you creeping left, around the tree again. Because you left thinking about questions, or I was anyway at that scene, thinking about okay, so what happened? There's, there's a yeah, there's a certain situation with fingerprints here. What's going on with with this? Mm. And then it carries on, and it doesn't even answer that question. And it was really weak. Um, the, the shot of them both in the, having their interviews. Cameron coming oh, in. I didn't need words that. Words overlapping, you know. I mean, that's fucking. That's it was self defense. That's nothing new. And yeah, it, it was really cheesy. Really like, cheesy. Script, like, well, um, well, yeah. Line. Everything. Sorry, everything. Script, the, script the script was, was very, very awful. corny, wasn't it? Yeah. But yeah. just things like that. The, like those those end interviews. I'm just thinking. I, I knew that you you would use that as your um, your statement. I knew that that would be your statement as soon as the situation resolved itself. Mm. I don't need you to explain that to me mm. because I'm not a fucking retard. Yeah. I know that that's what you're going to say and I know that you're both going to... Um, uh, sorry. And I know that um, you're going to be able to use witnesses here 
But what I want to know is what's going on with the situation with fingerprints. What I want to know is why is that baby not a witness? <laughs> yeah. yeah, good point. What is her statement? <laughs> um, but the, the fingerprint, I mean, do you know what I mean when I'm talking about the fingerprints situation? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'm against it. No, yes. But I, I just want to make that point clear because that's the main question for me. Because it was like, oh, that's a kind of interesting thing. That was mm. a pretty stupid character decision on your part, but I get it. You're being a bit emotional. Yeah, that's ridiculous, wasn't it? It's a bit stupid, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Why would you do that? <laughs> um, it's just like, oh, just to show that she's finally got control. Nah, fuck off. That was a stupid thing to do. Yeah. Um, I, I'm completely uh, out of character. Yeah, it was. Um, but it's just like, at least give me something if you're going to explain things to answer that question. And it doesn't. So I quite liked it when they showed the same scene, the key scene with the tunnel, from each character's perspective. Mm. And, that, and, and they sort of link the story up that way. I quite like it when they do that. But, but I didn't like... I mean, I don't mind that non-linear stuff when it's going back and forward, but I thought this was too much. Well, it was, it, you know what was confusing? It was the cut to black, white writing, six months ago. Yeah, because you're trying to... Four months you're ago. You're trying to calculate and I could it. work yeah. out when... Right, so it'll be six months now, or I'll be back in the present day. Yeah, yeah. I'll be four months behind yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was just... Well, and it knew it was confusing, and that's why they put that in there. Yeah, but it didn't work, though. Yeah, Sometimes it can confuse you with messing around with time, i.e. synecdoche in New York. But sure. after a while, you understand that you can get... This, it was just... It wasn't done in a good, good enough way nah. for you to think as a viewer. Oh, it's confusing, but it's good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I mean, to bring up a film that uh, you two haven't seen, but Memento. I felt like it was trying to do a similar kind of thing, but because in Memento he's got oh, amnesia, yeah. and yeah. in this she's right. drunk, drunk all the time, so she doesn't remembers anything. Oh yeah, she she drank. She came out quiet, didn't she? Yeah, she was very subtle, and it kind of felt at times like it was trying to do it in a kind of way of that, but it's okay. just not at no, all on the no, same no. level. Okay. That was a fucking intelligent film. Yeah. And yeah, so it was kind of annoying, and yeah, doing the tunnel in different perspectives is a nice idea, but it's nothing new. Mm. Agreed. I just thought the film didn't really know what it wanted to do in terms of how it wanted to structure itself. It got a bit confused with, okay, we're now four months later, but I haven't told I haven't told the story four months later from his point of view. Yeah, it just feels like it's just dancing around everything. It's yeah. like, oh, we're, we're really fucking with you here, fucking with your mind. You yeah, don't know what's yeah. going on. We're really but, dancing but, around where the actual action is supposed to be. But it wasn't one of those. I mean, I thought from the start the story was going to be told four different times by four different people. I'm glad four different ways. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad it, it didn't. I'm didn't... glad it didn't continue that from the first oh, scene. God no. If no. it had done, I wouldn't have been well asleep probably. Yeah. yeah. I think what's predictable about it, and I'll have to do this carefully, um, is, for me anyway, where it first becomes really obvious is when it's it's made clear that there is a final affair going on. Right. And you're kind of thinking, there's only one character left. Yeah. Okay, I figured it out. Yeah. I don't know if that's what it it was for you, but... Well, much earlier for me. Um, Oh, really? Well, as I said, after 40 minutes, yeah, I, yeah. I, I said, right, X, X is going to kill Y because of Z. And it was absolutely true to its word. Mm. Um, quite proud of myself, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be, though, really. I mean, you know. No, yeah, yeah, but the best films are the ones where you've got loads of different theories in your head. And each and one could decide. be correct. Each one could be correct for various reasons. And it doesn't close everything. And you can't decide why each one. Yeah. And, you know, and then a reveal happens. Yeah. Like American um, Psycho, it doesn't close anything. Really, does it? No. Yeah, just 
I mean, you just have to not treat your audience like retards. Don't just give them everything. Let let them figure something out. Because otherwise it's just boring. I think, you know what? I mean, I'm going off a bit of a tangent here. But this is a problem I've got with Hollywood now. (laughs) They don't know how to fucking leave films on. They don't know how to treat their audience. And they don't know what to give you and what not to give you. So Mm. they just end up giving you everything. Mm. Whereas the best films I've ever seen have been independent films where... You've got to work it out for yourself. Independent British film. <laughs> oh, shut up. No, no, I, I don't know if it's um, <clears throat> whether... Oh, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> I don't know if it's that they don't know how to do it. I th- it's just that I think it's probably just... They choose not to. They choose not to. They, they give you... They give the audience, the lowest common de- denominator audience, everything they need to come back and spend more money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the only yeah. the only time they'll leave something open is when they're leaving it open for a sequel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just sick to death of fucking. I'm sick to death of big Hollywood films now. And that's why you yeah. can watch you can watch an indie film, like well, indie film. Sorry, let's use <coughs> In Bruges as an example. The end of that film is left off leaving you with questions, mm. but you just know that. That's just up to me to figure out. There's mm-hmm. not going to be a sequel to explain well, this. American Cycle, that tracks it. Exactly, yeah, that, that as well. There's just certain films yeah. where you just know that you're not being fucking patronised yeah. um, and you, you're not uh, just being fed something to throw your money at. Mm. And you just know, okay, yeah, wow, I've got a lot of questions, but I guess I'm just going to have to come up with the answers myself. Yeah, and of course, but it's, it's not for, you know... Not, ev- <clears throat> not everyone goes to the cinema to sit there and engage the brain for two hours and of, come out of thinking, course not. right, you know, what, what's going what's happening? That was amazing. What's happening? Mm. People do want, because cinema is a form of entertainment, people yeah. do want things spoon-fed to them. That's really. true. And and even even I, you know, I'm not saying every film should no. leave things up to your imagination. But obviously, there should be films that do give uh, closure and... You know, I I definitely have times when I just want to sit back, relax, and mm. and watch a, a fun film. Mm. Um, but then it has to be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it has yeah. to have something of value to you. And what this film mm. uh, has its value based around is the mystery. And I don't mind it having closure per se, mm. but it was just way too much information for a mystery to give you. I just felt yeah, and and the mystery for me just didn't create enough tension. No. It, uh, I couldn't get behind any of the characters, mm. as I said earlier, and, and yeah, yeah, I agree with everything you just said there. Mm. And I'm not even asking for loads of questions to to still be asking. All I'm asking for is for it to not treat me like an idiot. Mm. Like the the very end with the interviews, we'll we'll keep using as the example. It's just so unnecessary. Mm. Everyone knows that that's the statement they're going to give. Yeah, yeah, but Jack liked that bit, so no, I didn't like that bit. No, 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 like no, drink, no, like no, drunk acting. Though, so. I like the drunk acting. Honestly, no, I did actually. Yeah, which was good. Okay, uh, but to another another point that I want to add to your point of treating the audience like an idiot is there were so many shots more towards the beginning of of Emily Blunt on the train looking out the window drinking, you know, and was she? <laughs> and it um it used a lot of narration throughout those scenes, giving you a lot of information about how she was feeling, blah blah blah. But that wasn't needed because you can you you know she's feeling like that just by her looking at the house and looking all depressed. Do you know what I mean? She was saying, "Oh, I wonder. I I wish I could be that girl." 
Well, yeah, you don't, need to, you don't need to say it, do you know what I mean? Well, saying that, it's difficult to tell with Emily Blunt, because she just always looks like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I, she does, she has the same face. Well, I've not seen her in a lot of films. <laughs> I saw The last film I saw her was in, Into the Woods. I think that was the last thing I saw her in as well. But um, I know that you guys didn't really write her, but I honestly no, but did. You're right about that point, of the narration being too much. Like, it's, mm. like there was no moment of silence. Any silence was just filled with narration. Mm. Mm. Of how she's feeling. Because the, the the director and the writers were like, oh my god, there's five seconds where we're not telling them something. Yeah, exactly. Add pretty in much. some narration. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Tell them what were they feeling. But I mean, again though, in a book, and in the book I assume that on these journeys, she will be thinking that all the time. Yeah. In her head. Well, it's difficult to write a book without narration telling you things. But we don't need 15 minutes of it. Yeah. As Jack rightly said. We know mm. because if she's if she's got any acting skills in her, yeah, a look a look would do it. Yeah, exactly. The point of there being all like loads of um, information like that in books, as there always is, of course, is because you have to picture it. Mm. You don't have to picture it when you're watching a film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just have to get the idea across to me. Yeah. So if you're going to do that, then don't also tell me everything. Yeah, don't double it. Yeah. Also, it was really annoying. Um, I, I feel like her reaction to seeing. Um, whatever her name was on the porch with the guy she was having an affair Megan. with Megan yeah sorry uh, with the guy she was having an affair with what did we think of she had such a massive overreaction to it and it was like I can understand her having a, a reaction to it because she's seeing herself in this thing but it was it that felt way over the top to me how she ran ran, the, ran down the train down the train and yeah. and then went on an even bigger drunken mess and grabbed a stranger and Took a selfie video. What the fuck was that? Oh god, awful. That was awful. Yeah. Um, what, what but again, I thought, all right, so this video was going to be used by the police lady. Yeah. As <laughs> oh look, we know you've done it because look, you said you wanted. Yeah, I'm to kill surprised that didn't ready. really play a part. And it never came back. She just kept watching it on I her own. With I, thought a she, around. I thought she was just going to drunkenly like post it on Facebook. Yeah. And like shove it in the wife's the the wife's face. It went to nowhere that video. Just, it was it was a nothing. It didn't do anything. Yeah, mm. didn't do absolutely anything. Did diddly squat. If you're going to show a gun on screen, use it. <laughs> I can't remember who who made that quote, but anyway, that's the point. And it's just what, what why did, why make that video? What did we think of Edgar Ramirez as the shrink? No, I didn't really. No, I didn't. Didn't make any effect. I was surprised really. to see a little uh, pre pop pop up. Oh, Alex Vaus. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really like no. it. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, she's great in Origins and New Black, but mm. I don't think she's very good in this. No. Mind you, she's a very minor character, really. Isn't she? Mm. She, didn't, she didn't have a lot. And Lisa, yeah. Lisa Kudrow as well. Random appearance. Didn't expect to see her in this film. Yeah, weird. Bit I've seen sick. her in a few things recently, though. Oh, really? Yeah, she was in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt as well. Mm. Um, but anyway. Yeah. yeah uh, does anyone have anything else we want to do? We've got another review to do, so we better... Oh, yeah, shit. Um, wrap it up, unless there's got something else you want to say. No. Not really. Okay. Although... Just want to emphasize again, Emily Blunt's drunk acting was excellent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, uh, favourite scenes then, guys? Oh, oh God. <laughs> I'll go with the the scene where everything at the tunnel is revealed from each character. So, oh, okay. we, so we see it from Emily Blunt's perspective, we see it from Megan's. Yeah, it's just quite nice, quite nice use of different perspectives. I won't say it's clever because it's you know it's been done many times before, but I just thought it looked quite good and brought the story together to a 
nice, well, it wasn't a nice close, but you know what I mean. Mm. So, yeah, I'll say uh, that scene. There isn't one that sort of stands out to me at all. Um, well, if you're still thinking... No, I was just going to say, we'll be forced. Probably the scene <laughs> of Megan's death. That's spoiled. Oh. No, I don't think that's no. spoiled. Um, Megan's death scene. Okay. That's my favourites. Right. You not get anything else to say about it? No. Okay. Okay, well, mine... Uh, I'll, I'll go with mine now. Um... <laughs> what is it? What is it? Yeah. <laughs> the same one as me. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'm not going to go with the same one as you either, Jack. Just because that bit really did clusterfuck, and it was like trying so hard to really confuse you by by having different characters all the time in different situations in that within that tunnel. Mm. And it was like, oh, give me, oh, a, Christ, give me a fucking break. Um, you just reminded me. Go on. The point I was going to mention of. The character of the businessman ginger guy who was oh very, fuck what what I mean right this was annoying. again I thought he was gonna I thought he was gonna become more prominent as the film went on when she went and spoke to him there was uh, a, yeah, yeah yeah and then ended up just yeah, being another nothing because before that I thought what is this thing with the guy staring at yeah, him? what uh, is this supposed he to kept be? staring at us so I thought right he's going to see something then mm. but he obviously didn't no. he, he was he was useless wasn't he. No, it's like what is all all these shots of him staring at her about? Is this and and every time it happened, I was just thinking, is this supposed to be funny? Is it supposed to be? Um, is, it, is, it, is, it, is it supposed to be some kind of pretentious but idea it was so, of her? It, it was so weird when he started following her that night. Being like, yeah, follow he followed her into the forest. Yeah, uh, he followed her into the forest, just literally just staring as she as he <laughs> didn't, walked. Didn't say anything. <laughs> didn't say. Uh, where are you going or anything yeah and then and then so, do you want a drink and, and, and then disappeared just for the right moment and then appeared again later on uh, it was so he, he, was, he was awful wasn't he this I mean, is where the the, the the film's story falls it down it just wasn't needed because everything it that is that comes out of her memory when she's drinking that's where it doesn't make any sense mm. because well why Why does she suddenly... If that's supposed to be what she remembers from the night, but it didn't actually happen, why has that happened? Why we, Why is, Why does she remember that? Like, if he's not maybe actually... She, she, maybe if, she if, if she remembers it. I, I, it felt to me like it was trying to say that she was just imagining him following her, like she was just so paranoid. Hmm. Well, but then it didn't even really go anywhere with that story, and it didn't really make sense. No, yeah, because he did really... did. In real life, did help her up, didn't he? The whole thing with her not remembering anything every time she drinks is so annoying. Yeah. It's just unrealistic. Every time you drink something, you're not going to remember the night. <sighs> okay. Okay, fine. <laughs> well, what's your favourite scene then? <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. It's just convenient bullshit. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll just go with the, the, the end when all is revealed. Just because... <laughs> really? Because it's kind of dramatic. So. What, the chase scene? Chasing in the house, like when he runs outside. Nah, I'll just say what. Just to in keep the it... graveyard. No, no. <laughs> it w- well, it was in the house, yeah. But just I fucking hated it. But I can't think of anything else. So mm. I'll go with that. Okay. All right. What are we giving this out of ten? I definitely liked it more than you guys. I think you might have had a drink tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I think the director and the writer had happened. a drink before they made <laughs> yeah. it. Mm. Might give it a five. Right. May seem a little high, but. Yeah, I think I'll give it a five. Middle of the road. So, okay. won't say any more. Alright, would? Um, 
think I'll go for uh, two and a half or three. Mm, that's what I'm thinking as well. Um, two and a half because it was absolute dross. <laughs> you know, if, if, if I'm working it out after 40 minutes, then it's not good, is it? No. It's really not. And I can't, I can't believe I actually did. It's not often that I did fucking get it bang on right. Well, God I was your witness, as you said. God was my witness. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Alright, two and a half. I kind of want to give it a three, but every whenever when I think of that, I think... <laughs> but you just have a flashback of Emily Blunt. <laughs> yeah. A bottle of Stellar acting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just the, the best friend, just the bottle up, of the bottle. <laughs> looking up with her brow furrowed. Just looking confused at the world night? around her. <laughs> um... I just whenever I, I feel like I should give it a three, but then I think about that and I think, what about this film deserves a three? So I'm just gonna have to give it a two and a half. Good. Okay, let's move on. Okay, it's time once again for quiz nights. Can we have the jingle, please, Dale? It's the quiz night theme tune for film. Yeah. Uh, this is gonna be another friendly match because, as you may have noticed, Joe's not here. Um, I've been advised by this week's Quizmaster Jack to inform everyone that if you don't want to hear any major spoilers for The Girl on the Train, that you, you still want to go and see it after our review. God knows why. Um, but just skip past this quiz because uh, he's too lazy to come up with questions that don't have spoilers in them. <laughs> yep. Okay. So you've been warned. Yeah, you've been warned. So skip ahead now. Three, two, one, skip. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are we ready for the first question, Jack? Okay. Tom claimed Rachel's drunken behaviour got him fired, but what was the real? We really are jumping right into the spoilers, aren't we? But what was the real reason he was fired? And please, could I have the exact words that Martha used? Oh fuck off! It's quite a short quote. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Question two. Slightly hard one. Megan said that she only, she felt she could only be herself when she was running. At what age did she say she started running? I don't even remember her saying that. This was honest. in the very first scene. That was a narration. Oh, fuck. I tuned out of that very first narration scene quite quickly. <laughs> yeah, it was the very first narration <laughs> scene with the shrink. Okay. Has anyone got a guess for that? Yeah. Yeah. Question three. So why did Rachel begin excessively drinking? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Question four. Once he's admitted it, what reason did Tom give for cheating on Anna with Megan? And finally then, question five. How did Scott find out that Rachel had started seeing the same shrink as Megan? Is this a joke answer? Maybe. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) What's that one? So the answer is then, question one was, Tom claimed Rachel's drunken behaviour was got him fired, but what was the real reason, please? Um, and can I have the quote used by Martha, Richie? Uh, yes, uh, Phoebe said he was fired <laughs> He was fired because he couldn't keep his dick in his pants, and then the laugh track went, and, <laughs> and then it went... And so on. Henry? Couldn't keep his dick in his pants. Both correct. Point each for question one. Thanks. Question two. Megan said she could only be herself when she was running. But at what age did she did she start running, Henry? Uh, she was a minor. <laughs> 17 years old. 
Oh, uh, yeah, I just, I just put 10 because I was guessing. Henry's correct. 17. Mm. Question 3. I learned to run a, a bit earlier than that, but whatever. <laughs> why did... Hey. Why did Rachel begin excessively drinking, Richie? Uh, because she couldn't pop our kid out. <laughs> because Tom was having an affair. Uh, Richie, correct? I forgot, you know what? I forgot all about the IVF bit. Yeah, I would have put that down as well, but I remember her saying that she was drinking before that. Yeah, yeah, I forgot all about that scene. Question four. Once he's admitted (laughs) it, what reason did Tom give for cheating on Anna with Megan? Henry. Uh, Because he needed someone else to wax his dolphin. (laughs) 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 Richie? Because you're always tired and I produce an ungodly amount of spunk. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Um, uh, well, it is. It was you're always tired. So that was the real. That's what I said. Oh, well, I've got... She was too busy with the baby. No. no. He, the line... She's always tired. The line, because he's too busy with the baby. She's too busy know. with the baby. I feel like I should get a point yeah, for that Yeah, okay, one. yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. And also, he produces an ungodly amount of spunk. Okay. Well, only you could know that. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, point to Richie there. Thanks. Thanks. He's got three of them go at once. He must be red and roll by <laughs> Yeah, bloody hell. And question five. How did Scott find out that Rachel had started seeing the same shrink as Megan Richie? Uh, the writers needed something to move the plot along. Also, uh, she left his card out on the fridge because she's a fucking moron. <laughs> Woody? Um, I, f- I thought it was because the shrink told the police about Emily Blunt and then he knew that... He knew that... She wasn't really um, Megan's friend or something like that. Eloquently um, put. Eloquently put, but incorrect, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was. It's because, yeah, the, the note on the fridge. So Richie gets it. And because of the lazy writing. And because of the lazy writing, yeah. of course. So, scores? Two. Four. Woo. Mm, well done. Thanks. Impressive. Congratulations, Richie. But, of course, as Joe isn't here, it means diddly squat. That's my line. Oh, sorry. That's all right. Yes, that's true. Thank you for those questions, Jack. Mm. And uh, until next week... That was quiz night. Uh, okay, we've got a second review of the episode. This uh, comes from our beloved Filed Film Society, isn't it, lads? Mm-hmm. Um, which has just started recently. I know you two have already been to uh, one. see one, yeah. and this will be my first one. So uh, this one is Son of Saul. Uh, we'll most likely be discussing major spoilers for this film. Son of Saul is directed by Laszlo Nemes. Or Nimes, and it stars Geza Rurig, Levente Molna, Ursrecht, and Todd Shaman. 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 And the synopsis is In the horror of 1944 Auschwitz, a prisoner forced to burn the corpses of his own people finds moral survival upon trying to salvage from the flames the body of a boy he takes for his son. What did you two think of Son of Saul? I loved it. Yeah. Straight in there. Yeah. Um, Um, Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was a great film. Proper got into it. Uh, Didn't feel the length. And it was just very harrowing, wasn't it? Unbelievably so. Mm. Um, I've seen a lot of films that are based around that time and Auschwitz and all that sort of thing, but and I thought this was right up there, one of the best. Um, really, really, really harrowing and a cracking little story as well. It's a great acting. I thought the acting was was superb. And one of the things that I liked the most was camera camera work actually, um, which is what I wrote on that little comment section when we leave the cinema. Yeah, um, giving our little thoughts and 
the way that most of the scenes felt like one continuous shot. Yeah. And there wasn't that many breaks no. in this film. It faded to black a couple that, of times. That's, that that's, that's the thing, it didn't let you breathe. No, no. And it was almost as if I was just another Hungarian behind Saul throughout the whole film. That's what it felt like, anyway. Yeah, yeah, well, that's kind of um, what I wrote in that little comment section that we write in when we leave the uh, cinema as well. It, it really makes you feel connected to the character. Mm. Uh, in a way, I don't. I've never seen done before. Mm. Um, just the way it focuses your attention, and uh, a lot of the time doesn't let you see some things that maybe you kind of want to see. Mm. But, and the sound as well. As well. Oh yeah, the sound. Oh yeah, because you could hear people in the background. It was so so clever. Mm. Mm. How they how they crafted each scene with with the sound and with what you could and couldn't see. It was all strategically placed, and it was brilliant. I thought. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I agree with you as well, Henry. Harrowing and beautiful at the same time. It, it, I mean, it's it's like it's it's more effective than say something that would be in first person. Yeah. But it's the same kind of thing. It's you're you're living through that character and seeing everything that he sees, and as well you get to see his reactions to everything. Mm. The opening scene when it's up right up into his face and they're all he's sort of herding all the new Jews into the camp. Obviously, at that point, you don't know that the whole film is going to be shot like that. So, mm, no. so when it continued, I was like, okay, so it's the whole thing going to be like this, right? That's interesting because I've never seen it, which like... explains the aspect ratio of the film as well. Yes, of course. But even before that, uh, I love the way it, it starts you off following this character around because it's just he literally walks into the shot mm. and it's a completely blurred shot, and um... and that's it for the whole film. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Until the very end. Until the very end. Just so raw in its style. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't shy away from the from the brutality of, of the situation. In e- even though it didn't show you a lot of things, it didn't need to. Mm. It, was, what, it was still very hard-hitting. And what was great was, um, you know, you were saying, Henry, that uh, it doesn't let you breathe. Or was that you, Jack? Mm-hmm. Whoever said it. Yeah. Um, the, the, there is a couple of times, but the only time it lets you breathe is when Sol has a bit of time to breathe so when he's just back in his washing his hands or... washing his hands with the, in the mm. other, in the area with um, his uh, workmates or whatever and it's it's great in that way you just you only breathe when he breathes you only you experience everything as he does and it's just it's literally like you're there yeah I agree with your comment earlier I don't think I've ever felt so connected to one character no it's just it's just so unique Never, never seen anything like it, and it was it was really just staggering, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I also agree with what Henry said at the start. Didn't feel the length at all. I was just taken by it. It was a good length, actually. It was just um, an hour and a half, I think. Uh, a little bit longer, I think. A little bit longer. Um. Anyway, didn't feel it at all. I was just completely taken. Yeah. Every movement, every sound. I I thought the sound really was incredible because. You know, not only was it the screaming and the voices, it was the flames and... Oh, sorry, no, you're right, yeah, it was. It was uh, two hours long. Mm. Right. Still, though, I mean, yeah. it didn't feel like that to me. Well, that just well, proves it, doesn't it? it? Yeah. <laughs> it was the flames and the trucks and the engine noise, just everything. Yeah. A one-of-a-kind film, and it won the Oscar, and I can completely see why, for Best Foreign Language Film last year. It was just stunning, like, every everything... Mm, yeah. That's interesting. Everything about it, the direction, I mean, I, I, I know it's... You know, because you could you could say, well, direction. I mean, it just followed him for the whole time. But no, it's, it's more, more than that. It's, than that. it's so much more than yeah. that. Everything going on in the background 
yeah adds to it exactly and it also makes you i feel it, it made me appreciate the set design even more because mm. it barely shows you any yeah but it was clearly all the details were there and uh yeah no to say that the direction is just following him around is would definitely not really no do any justice uh, everything going on uh was felt thought. authentic and yeah and every, every detail had been accounted for and thought of and and um nothing was left to chance it was all it was all done to to enhance that feeling of connection mm-hmm. to the character and i thought it nailed it absolutely nailed it so let's talk a bit about um the uh, actual point of the story line and Sol's character decisions in just everything he's doing and what he's risking for it and the way it affects not only him but yeah. everyone around him yeah because ultimately like yeah like I say his actions are affecting others um you know his his work colleagues and and all the rest of people in his commando whatever it was called mm. and he's risking their lives ultimately yeah but it's like it's not that he doesn't care but it's like he's just got this obsession um, he just wants to do the right thing what he perceives to be the right thing Mm. Yeah, help this poor I think, kid out. Uh, well, I think it's just I feel like he just needs some kind of peace on his own conscience. Mm. Everything he's doing is just getting to him, and well, yeah, because just go back to the first bit. Yeah, when he shut that door, and he's just the first sort of five minutes when the camera follows him round. I mean, he's going around his job, he's doing his jobs, but he's no emotion really. Exactly, you know, and he can tell that he's just completely powerless. Yeah, he doesn't really want to be doing what he's doing but he's got to do it for to yeah. keep himself yeah but he almost alive. he almost seems desensitized to it mm. at that point mm. um but it's clear throughout the rest of his actions that that's obviously not the case mm. because maybe maybe you're right Richie just felt a bit of pity and wanted to change his own actions if he's gonna die he could die thinking he's done something right some good at least mm. just about all the setbacks he had and the difficulties he went through to get what he wanted he not once did it ever cross his mind that he was going to stop or give up. He was just absolutely determined to get this done. And on a number of occasions, he almost did. He almost did die himself when he went into the river to get the guy out. And then, you know, the other guy was shot and he was spared. Yeah, with that uh, with that scene in the river, I mean, it's been made apparent before that uh, you can be a bit squeamish at times, uh, Jack. But that one really got to me, actually, when he's like almost drowning in there. Mm. And the way that was shot, and the way he, um, the the way the actor was was doing that, that really made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, and I don't usually, you know, it's not as bad as a uh, that, that that's worse than a a condom uh, in sausage party. <laughs> uh, yes, it is. Yeah. It is. And then another moment, which again made me feel very uncomfortable, and when he almost, you know, could have could have lost his life, was when he was by the pits, and he gave his clothes to the Rabbi, and he almost got dragged in. Mm. Oh yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, you can take your eyes away from the screen. That I, f- I really I felt like um, that was the end. Yeah. At that point. That 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 scene was was. I mean, it's, it's of course it's all shocking, but that again was just was. Just... But it's like just the, from the the way the film is, you're just thinking throughout that anything can happen to this character. You know, when we watch plenty of other big films you're just thinking well they're going to yeah. be fine yeah. but you don't have that feeling in this film yeah. you think yeah. this yeah okay well he, it looks like he's going to die in this scene mm. uh, what did you think about kind of quite a lot of the conveniences that maybe got him out of a few situations there are quite a few of them but did that 
Did that ever seem like a, something that would bother you throughout this film? It didn't bother me. So, um, one example that stood out to me was when he went to see uh, Ella. Oh, yeah. And that woman was standing oh, yeah. there. And then the someone just like over. dropped something. Yeah, it was some, something fell the over. shelf fell or something. Um, the rest of them, I don't think, uh, really bothered me because they... they all seemed like just part of the course in this really hectic... Like, the whole thing was so frantic. Yeah. That it was like, yeah, that's that's perfectly reasonable for that to come up at this particular time and not really feel too convenient. I was just thinking that one did feel a little bit too convenient for me. I did, I did notice it when it happened, and it did cross my mind, you know, it's a bit too convenient. But, it, no, it didn't bother me to answer your question. I just mm. thought it had to be done. Well, even when he walked in that room, there was a lot of... Noise, wasn't there? There's a lot yeah. of things being sh- literally thrown around. Yeah, I know, I know. So you could un- you could definitely see it happening. Yeah, I know. It was just like at yeah. that exact time yeah, that you know yeah. for that woman to got to make it. a film by Richie. <laughs> well, there's no need to a, the, you know there's no use in kind of making apologies for these things, but yeah, it's a good point to bring up because I did notice it. Mm. But um, yeah, I agree with Henry. I mean, you know, when you've got that many women in the tight space, hand- all handling things. You know, there is a <laughs> there is a high likelihood of, there is a high likelihood of something dro- useless, dropping or falling. Useless bitches! Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and and the authority the authority figures in the film because sometimes we see films and they just don't pose any threat and, and but it, in this film all of the commanders and all of the you know high up Germans were very very intimidating. Are you thinking of the the scene with that specific one. What, when he... When mocking he was, him and... Yeah. Dancing well, around that, him. That's one of the main ones, yeah. You know, the shouting and the... the, but, the, the, intimidation, the bullying. but the intimidation is already there, though. Because, you know... <laughs> you, already, you already know the situation. Okay, yeah, it's already there. It, it, yeah, that's a good point, but... You know what I mean. Sometimes, yeah, I know, sometimes, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Sometimes it's... You're right. We see films that just have no impact because... Whether it's bad acting or writing, but this just had it all... Um, yeah, the the writing was incredible for this film. It's... Yeah, and and every, every conversation was believable. I didn't didn't for a second take me out of the film mm. or anything like that. Like that, the script was great, and and the tension as well. At times, you know, when when they were trying to go about this um, this plot that they had around the guards, and when they were walking through each gate, at any moment, I thought, right, they're going to get grabbed here, or um, mm. they're going to get stopped, or, or something's going to go wrong, and. So the way they built that tension up was was excellent. Like I, I honestly can't think of a fault really. I'm struggling to find something to sort of say that I think wasn't quite right. Or I thought it was sometimes he convenient, so conveniently bumped into some of his mates. Or when he, mm. when he's in a big queue of people, or he's moving from one place to another. Yeah, okay. He turned around and one of his mates was just grabbing. Yeah, that's a, him a few times. That's a fair thought, point. Mm. Yeah, so that's the, those, those are some of the conveniences. You know, I'm where he ne- when he well. nearly when he. he Got killed a few, nearly got killed a few times. Mm. Um, but when he when he was walking, trying to find another rabbi, and other people were going into the pit, they had flamethrowers and yeah. know, shooting down into this yeah, yeah, this yeah. pit of corpses. You know, he got away with that one, didn't he? Just about. Mm. And there's a couple of times where he got saved by the skin of his teeth. But it's a fair point because when there's a there were so many people all walking around and yeah, to f- fine to have you know you bump into someone yeah. and you knew. Sometimes it just just felt a bit. What were you saying before about being it being convenient? Yeah. Um, but again, it it wasn't something that no, I, I have it down as a major criticism of the film. No, nor would I. I, I and I completely agree that there's it's it's difficult to find fault with this film. It mm. it is superb. 
Um, but I would definitely say that the number of conveniences is probably the only thing I can think of. Mm. Yeah. But I loved how, speaking of this, and it kind of counters this point, I love how when he finds the rabbi, mm. it turns out that he's not really. Yeah. Um, before that point, you could have argued that it's convenient that he found that rabbi, mm. even though he was asking a load of people, but still. But then it turns out that he, he was just bullshitting him, mm. um, which I think is... Uh, a nice touch and also really makes you kind of feel the pit in your stomach when you realise that all of everything yeah. he's done has just been nothing well, especially when the rabbi or fake rabbi just jumps in the river so yeah. his first chance he can yeah. goes and swims away with all the other guys Yeah, he's just left there on his own he feels oh, for god's sake mm. <laughs> all, all that work he's put in bloody hell <laughs> all that work he's put in thinking yeah exactly he was um, the rabbi but his mate said to him didn't he one of the guys I can't remember the name of the character he said you don't actually need a rabbi to do Abraham. This. Was it Abraham? Yeah. So you don't actually need a rabbi to do it. But he said, "Well, I want to." Mm. It's just the rabbi. He yeah, yeah. He was doing the rabbi. He wanted to, to do it properly mm. in his mind. Mm. Whereas the other guy, give a shit. No, I actually quite like the idea of the prisoners overthrowing the guards, sort of thing, and also yeah, like Saul as well, because they wanted Saul to come and fight with them, but he was still trying to. He was so preoccupied with what, what he was doing whilst it was. Going at all the fighting was going on in the background. Yeah, and it's almost a fault in his character. He's he's so obsessed with this thing mm. that he's not really thinking about mm. what's important here. Yeah. Mm. He's yeah. not making rational decisions. No, no, no. In the heat of the moment, um, and it is an obsession. That's exactly what it is. He's he's obsessed with getting this boy buried right. Yeah, correctly. At the cost of at the cost of his maybe his and life. everyone else's lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. in that scene that you're talking about, what do you like? People around him are literally getting shot dead. Yeah, and that, that's not even on his mind. He's just. How do I get out and how do I get this boy safe? Mm. Do you think he actually was his son? No. 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 He took him for his son. It was, he was his son in the bigger picture. It was his... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, his people. Um, which is what was so important to him. But do you think he actually did have a son to someone else that wasn't his wife? Uh, I think there were a few hints in that direction mm. to, 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 to make you think that. Like yeah. the way he looks to the boy at the end. Well, yeah, yeah. I think that's the biggest hint mm. in that direction. Before that point, I would have said no, I don't think so. Because mm. Abraham kept saying, you don't have a son, you don't have a son. He didn't understand his thinking. Didn't he? Yeah, but I thought, but then... No, 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 but he, he does actually have a son, but it's just not to his wife. And back in that time, he couldn't really... Or, know, maybe, or maybe he had a son and his son... It was frowned upon if you had affair, an affair, mm. you know, well, had a child to someone who's not your wife. That's still frowned upon, isn't it? Yeah, no, but in the way that, in the way that, when you're rounding up families. No, yeah, I know, it, I know what you mean. Yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's hinted. Mm. I don't think they're specifically wanting to say he definitely does or he definitely does. No, it's up to your, it's up to you, isn't it? I suppose, but I think with that final it's hint, I think with that final hint at the end, yeah, I think that makes it seem yeah. a bit more like he did. Mm. It make, it makes sense to the storyline that he would have one. It definitely does, yeah. So, but even if he didn't have one, it would still make sense as it just being mm. a moral. Yeah, a moral. And the likelihood yeah. is if he has got a son, that he's probably not. He's probably not been buried properly either. Mm. That might. Yeah, that, that there's every possibility that that's mm. part of it as well. Uh, I genuinely think that is just up to your own interpretation. Well, have we got any more to say? Uh, I don't know. Apart from the actual end itself, I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, I completely agree. I don't. I don't think we should say. No, no, what it was. Ruin it, but 
but I would definitely encourage people to seek it out um, get on DVD or at your local file <laughs> no at your local file at your local film society or whatever um, yeah. it's definitely worth watching oh absolutely I can definitely see why it won the um, best yeah. foreign film yeah, yeah. Mm. foreign language film Oscar mm. and, we've, and we've said it for a few films in the past there are certain films that stick with you this is definitely going to be one of those I think this will be in my head for a few days but uh, apart from that no I can't really don't know what to say Okay, uh, favourite scenes then. Jack, have you got one? This is a really weird one to pick. Favourite scene. Because uh, it's so continuous. Yeah. It... Yeah, they are quite long, aren't they? If anyone has one, feel free. Well, I'm thinking, thinking either the start or the end scenes. Yeah. Um, the start, especially the way that it's completely out of focus and then he just comes into the shot and then that that, that first sort of ten minutes, was, mm. I really like that. Yeah. Um, and I really like the end as well. Mm. When he's trying to bury the body. And not just and that very, water. and not just that <coughs> that very end also. But what I what I I love about it is that as it is coming towards that end, mm. it completely parallels the beginning. Only he's That's on the, the first other, time he ever smiled. Well, 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 there's there's that, but I mean, at the at the point where he's going in with into the chambers with mm. his mates before it all kicks off. All right. Yeah. Um. So it, it completely parallels the beginning of the film. Um. Mm. But he's on the other side of it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Which is also yeah. really nice. Um, but it's tough. It's a tough one to it choose. Tough. I think I'm... Yeah. I'll probably go for... <laughs> I'll go for the end. I'll go for the end. Okay. Um, especially when he went in the water and he was really struggling. So um, is that so is that from that point up until the very end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when when he's running into the forest, I'd say from right. the start of it. Okay. Jack, have you got yours? Yeah, I think just for pure impact and... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go with... From the very, very beginning to... When it cuts to black, um, after he's herded them into the gas chamber, yeah, because just just for pure um, impact. Uh, God, it is difficult. Mm. I think I might have to go for the end as well, because of the impact it leaves after going through the journey of the whole film. I think gives it the edge on the on the beginning part. So uh, yeah, I'll go for the end as well. Okay. Uh, ratings out of ten. Uh, I'll go for a nine point five. Not quite a perfect 10, although it is bloody close, but mm. just for those one, two, one or two too many uh, conveniences. Yeah. And, and I know it's not, it doesn't bother me, you know, when I was watching it, it didn't really bother me, but because, like Woody said, you know, they've got to make a film, but I'll give it a nine and a half. Excellent. Superb. Okay. Superb. <laughs> okay. Woody? Uh, I think I'll go for a nine, um, but that might change. To a full house when I watch it again, again because yeah. it's definitely something I'll watch probably buy the DVD or something. Because what soon or well, you mean? Oh, sorry, I mean, um, would you be interested in rewatching it soon or would you want to leave it for a bit? Um, I'd probably leave it for a bit. Yeah. Um, and then let it settle. Yeah, let, let it settle, settle and then watch. I it agree. Again. I agree. Um, yeah, I echo everything Jack said though. Um, mm. it was it was a great film. It really was. Um, mm. not quite a full house though. Sometimes you watch something in straight, you know, it's. It's a full hour straight away. Um, but I think it could change if we watch it again. Yeah. Um, yeah, a couple of inconveniences, but it doesn't, doesn't really matter because it was, just a, it was just an excellent film from start to finish. So, nine. Yeah. Um, nine! Oh, my God. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> nice uh, fun to end the show. <laughs> um, I'll probably go with 9.5 as well. See, I, I nearly was going to give this one 
a ten, but I'd quite like to be stricter with my tens. Mm. I think I've been. Yeah. Uh, I think I've been handing them out a bit too much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in uh, fair point. Past times. We have. We've seen quite a few tens at the Fire Films. Oh, definitely. Before, you know. No question. I still believe uh, a girl at my door is a ten. A girl at my door. Oh yeah. I mean, I'd have to see it again for it to Phoenix. change. Phoenix. Phoenix. Absolutely. Oh, I didn't see it. It's just so. It's so great to have this because we review such shite. I know. Because based on what we can see in our area, mm-hmm. and this film lets us see. So much re- re- more refreshing stuff and lets yeah. us review and uh, recommend some absolutely fantastic films yeah. that we wouldn't be able to do otherwise and um, without um, having to find them ourselves and things like that this, yeah. just, this just gives us that kind of outlet mm. and it'll never, you'll never see a remake there you'll never see a sequel or a, it, I think a lot of the time it's going to be just original uh, independent ideas well hopefully yeah um, but yeah no, it's, uh, I'll go with 9.5 Right. And if anyone's listening in the filed area, they are looking for more members. Members, uh, yeah. If you're around and you like listening to our show, mm-hmm. um, yeah, c- c- you know, come down. Uh, I-, I just wish down we- with us. I just can't believe it's with us. with us. Yeah. I just can't believe it's season sixty-nine, and we only found out about it last year. Yeah. Okay. So, are we done? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, Got some news this week, and uh, we've got some pretty noteworthy stuff, I think, to talk about. Teaser trailer for Pirates of the Caribbean 5, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Because they're dead. <laughs> yeah, that's not in the title, but... Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, well, what, what do we think well, guys? Um I mean, you said it off air, Richie. If anyone is still watching them, it's surely only for Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he doesn't feature... Well, he doesn't feature in the trailer. That's what I mean, sorry, in the tra- yeah, in this yeah. teaser trailer. I mean, I have... I was just saying as well off air that I've seen them all apart from the very latest one, which you fell asleep in. I did. Uh, doesn't bode well for it. Why? Was it just boring and dull? Yeah, it was boring. The the, the last one is so far away from the story of the uh, original it's three. It's like, like, the original three, like, at least follow on. Mm. This one doesn't. It's completely, like, that one didn't. It was completely different. It didn't have any of the... Old cast in. Really? No, it didn't have Orlando Bloom or anything. Or Karen Hatley No. <laughs> it had, um... Oh, fuck, what's her name? She was in Zoolander 2. Penelope Cruz? Yeah, she was in it. What the fuck? And, um... And just watching this trailer, to me, it just seems like the same shit, different release date. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just let it go, just let it go. Um, there, wouldn't, having... there wouldn't have been uproar if this hadn't been made. Having said that, looking at the cast... It looks like it's getting all the old cast back together. Orlando mm. Bloom's in it again. Mm. Doesn't look like Kira Knightley's in it. She's uh, had the good sense to stay away. Is Penelope Cruz in it? No, but and I almost don't want to even say oh, this to shit. you, Henry. Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> no, Rebel Wilson. You're never going to guess. Okay, who? Kaya Scodelario. Yeah, yeah, I know she's. Oh, in you it. knew she was in it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. She, uh, she's she's skins. Skins, she? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I knew she's in it. Okay. Um, and also have, uh, Javier Bardem. Is she a big part? I didn't see uh, her. She's that. second on the top build cast really? list. Really? Jesus. Why, think, so, why, why feeling... is that annoying? Just because you don't... Why is she associated with this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, me and Richie really like skins. But, she, and um, she's a good actress. Yeah, Javier Bardem as well. Yeah. Interesting. It is. And even, uh, he's, you know... He's, you know obviously he's very yeah, good. who I, I know very well from No Country for Old Men. Great film. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, you remember... Um, was it... Uh, Mr. Gibbs 
from the, like the first film. You don't remember him? No, it's not even you. Anyway, he's in it as well. I think I only think I ever saw the first two and then the fourth. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that was something because I was going to ask. Um, Maybe I saw the third one, but I don't know. It's, it's not sticking in my mind. I, I did so, To be honest, oh, when, Jeffrey Rush is in it again as well. When a film's made more than three, Paul McCartney. Really yeah, you just saw. What? Paul. <laughs> you mean Sir Paul? Sir Paul McCartney. Sir Paul McCartney of the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Wings. Yes. He is in this. Give over. What the hell? Oh, <laughs> Stephen Graham's in it. What yeah. the hell? What? I'd probably watch this actually. <laughs> Love Stephen Graham. Yeah, Christ. It's actually got a good cast. I didn't expect that when you showed no, that me. That doesn't mean anything. Right, me. Show me a picture of Sir Paul and so see Stephen Graham next week. But yeah, I was going to ask um because uh, when I talk to people about Pirates of the Caribbean, there's usually different people have different opinions of when they stopped being good. Yeah. I enjoyed the first three. Okay. I would say after the first one, it should have ended. Really? I would say... Well, I, 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 did too, I really enjoyed the first one. I thought it was great. The first one was great. After that, rubbish. Yeah, <laughs> the first one was great. I mean, Mackenzie Krupp was in it as well. Wasn't he? Like, I just, yeah, I just yeah, remember enjoying them. He was good in all three, I think. Yeah. The, the, the original Something thing. me and the old man went to see in the cinema. Sure, sure. Um, we were it was probably right time. It came out at the right time for us because about mm. time it's the right age for that sort of film. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Neon to a grasshopper. Yeah, Neon. Well, a bit bit higher than that. <laughs> Maybe a bit higher than that. But I haven't seen the fourth one, so no. no well, the, the, that's it was just shit. Like, the, like the I would say it should have stopped after the first one. But this I can I can bear I can bear the other two. This is film, though, isn't it? I mean, there's, there's not that many things that have to be made for even. But what confuses after three, me? You just go so far away from the story because you just. But you I know just turn into cash cows, don't you? Yeah, we? I know this is filming. I know it's a cash cow. But what confuses me is who is paying for this? Who who is gi- giving their money to see Paris of the Caribbean still? God Whatever knows. the budget is, it, it will not make well, money. Just surely. Like, do, do you know how much these films have put in and taken out? Well, I know, but... It had, like, one of the are biggest people, budgets Are ever. people going to flock to see it, do you think? Yeah. Probably will, won't they? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But I don't know why. I, did, I, I don't know how people could have liked the fourth one. It was so boring and rubbish and just had nothing to appeal But, but specifically, um, what we've just seen, that teaser, about, what do we think of that? Right, yeah, let's get into the teaser. Um, I mean, we see Javier Bardem in there, don't we? As the main villain, kind of seems pretty similar to the main villain of the first film. Yeah, just dead dead guy that's evil. Yeah, also yeah. the villain of the second one. So that's uh, Davy Jones, wasn't it? Mm. Um, so yeah, that's just kind of yes. Yeah, so that's what I mean by same shit, different release date. Um, yeah, not interested in the slides. Even that um, that cast bill, which I am interested in. It looks like I'm going to be squinting the whole time. It's bloody dark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Granddad. Um, Couldn't see a thing. <laughs> this kid, though. What's the story with this kid? Don't know who he is. Is it Jack Sparrow's son? I mean, well, I don't have a clue what's going on in this world. I, don't I, really, want to. I really feel like it seems like it's going down that direction. God, Jack God. Sparrow's. But he says son. he only. Knows I mean, that's just that's, that's just a franchise killer, isn't it? Yeah. And, and then, then he'll get a spin-off with son. the son will take over. This. Yeah. It's just. I mean, Die Hard did it. Um, just the never work. It never works. It's just awful. It's well, he just, only knows him by name. The epitome so it can't be. of 
knowing something's run out of ideas. Definition of cash cow or attempted cash cow. Yeah. But no, I'm not interested in that at all, even if... Johnny, Johnny Steve... Depp said, this is the last one. So oh, the... Fuck off, yeah, so, right. So, so Daniel gone... Craig said the same thing. So they've thing. gone, right, let's give him a son and let's start him off. Mm. Mm. Even with Stephen Grayman and Javier Bard and Kai Scaldari, I'm still not going to go and see it. I'm not interested. I think I'll see it. It's a good cast. And... Mm. And having seen the first three, I know well, we, may not, we may have to see. I know it. I've not well, seen the fourth, but I will. I want to see it, but not not very excited for it. Uh, I mean, I'm, I might have been interested in it if I hadn't fallen asleep in the last one. And if Sir Paul McCartney, I'm a bit more in interested it, now that they've got the. I'm old, sold. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah actually, yeah. yeah, I might want to see it just to see what Paul McCartney's doing in it. What is he doing? That is interesting. In it. <laughs> okay, should we move on? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, okay, we did have some more uh, news to do, but since we've got two reviews, I think it's best we push on. Mm. So, Soldier On. Let's just talk about what we've watched this week. Jack, what have you got? Well, there's a little segue there. Soldier On. Because oh. I saw uh, The Hurt Locker. Christ. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was on Channel 4 one night, and I've never seen it, so I thought I'd give that a record. Well, you know what? I've never seen that either, Jack. What? Yeah. You know, I've got a DVD. Great film, isn't it? Mm. Mm. I believe it to be, yes, I've heard. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, just another one of the films that's embarrassing that I haven't seen. Good. Yeah. Well, I know that feeling, Richie. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, it's a bit more extreme for you, though, isn't it, Jack? Very, very much so. <laughs> yeah, Henry nailed it. Uh, it's a great film. I really liked it because a lot of war films are quite preachy. You know, trying to, they're always trying to relay some message underlying the story. What? Is it God bless America? Is that, <laughs> is, well, that, is that the phrase you're looking for, Jack? Well, possibly, but I just mean... <laughs> possibly, yes, is the answer <laughs> to that question. Know, but I mean, I just, do, you, do you have one in mind that you think of? Uh, not one in mind, but I mean, like a message was. What's he going Billy Lynn's our time walk? <laughs> uh, but I just thought it wasn't preachy at all. Like, it didn't really have any of that sort of message that it was trying to shove down my face. Mm. Um, it got right down to business from. Shove down, down your face! Down my throat. I'm in your face or down your throat. <laughs> your face. Shove down my throat. Um. I liked it because it got, it got right down to business from the off. It wasn't a slow start. Threw you straight into, in there to the war zone. And I was surprised actually that I enjoyed it because it's, it stars the war zone. Was that like a, a kind of jokey no. metaphor? Wasn't like, it? Wasn't meant to. I mean, like okay, so no, it literally just throw you. You, into weren't, it. you weren't being clever. No, okay, I can't be clever. Okay, not one of my uh, strengths. It's just a coincidence. Um, but it's, it stars Jeremy Renner and Anthony Mackie, two both two of <laughs> two actors. I'm not massive fans of. Sorry, do you want to explain it, Henry? No, just <laughs> let me. Okay. <laughs> Two actors I'm not massive fans of. Anthony Mackie, I really don't rate as Falcon. Anthony in, uh... Mackie, I know that name. Oh fuck, he's the guy from Avengers. He plays yeah. he plays Tupac in the uh, in Notorious. Does he? <laughs> was he good in that? Oh. <laughs> Never seen him make a good film. Well, I liked him in this. I was going to say. Oh, oh right, okay. Right. Um, <laughs> I thought he, I thought him and Jeremy Renner were actually great, and it's yeah. a really enjoyable relationship they have because they hate each other. God, remind me who Jeremy Renner is again as well. He, he he's got... in this new one with Amy Adams. That's him. He's got the arrows. He's, he's, he's in the Avengers. He's got the arrows. Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah. Um, he's okay. And he was in. Yeah, I was gonna say. Ball. Yeah, I know who he means. He's okay. But the relationship between these two characters is great because they're very different people. Arrival. Uh, that's for new Amy Adams. Mm, yeah, yeah. But she's in Nocturnal Animals as well. Yeah, Arrival. Yeah. Go on. Anthony Mackie's character is very does it by the book. Jeremy Renner's character is very erratic and they don't get along. Uh, classic buddy cop well, style. Well, no, it's not buddy cop style. Um, and although they hate each other or don't get along, they need each other. <laughs> Alright, so how is it not buddy cop style? Um, 
and there's a there's a great scene towards the end in which Anthony Mackie he's a renegade but he gets results Anthony Mackie actually <laughs> shows some emotion and he does it very well I think uh, what else have I written down I thought it was nice and unpredictable um, you're written it down you've got some notes I've got some notes this week because you know I'm not good at this uh, I, feel um, bad. I feel bad for making fun of you and it's interesting because also often <laughs> often uh, <laughs> no, right on IMDB trivia section soldiers um in, in war films, it, you know, war is hell. They hate war. It's, they want to get home as quick as they can. <laughs> get on the next flight home. But in this, Jeremy Renner's character, he, this is what he loves. This is what he lives for. He lives for defusing bombs. <laughs> he loves it. It's like an art form to him. No, honestly, it is. Um, which, Oy, which, yeah. which again made it different to me for me. Um, and the last point I've written Do down. Do you agree with uh, him on this? Um, if I'm being honest, it's been a long time since I've seen okay. it. But I just remember, I remember really liking it. Mm, okay. And I've got it on DVD, but I've not seen it in the last couple of years. So, and the final point I made was that it was very suspenseful <coughs> and intelligent with great camera work. Oh god! So yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd remember camera work. Yeah, was good. So um, cool. yeah, oh, I'd, I'd definitely recommend it to Richie or anyone else who hasn't seen it. Yeah, it's uh, surprising to see that. Well, there's, you know, there's loads of shit that I should have seen that I haven't seen. That I'm almost embarrassed to admit I haven't seen. But you know, I haven't even seen fucking Alien. No, I've not have I. What? I haven't seen any of the what? Alien franchise. What? I know. I fucking love that franchise. Yeah. You never seen Alien? No. Nope. You haven't seen Alien? I know. It's like. <gasps> It's been something I've been kind of... My God. Do you know what? It's been on my Amazon wish list for a long time. No one's fucking bought it for me yet. <laughs> um, so no. not seen that. Christ, you need to get on that. Have you got anything else, Jack? Yeah, I saw Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Oh, of course, yeah. Children, and I quite enjoyed it. Tim Burton director, and mm. you can definitely tell it's a Tim Burton film. It's the style of it, very gothic. Because it's set in Blackpool. Well... See, this is the thing. This is why I think I, I wanted. I really wanted us to review this one. It doesn't matter that we didn't, but because yeah, it's a shot in our hometown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, a large part From of it. From my hometown. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so we could have had some points to talk about how uh, we've been in that tower, and also um, you know it's in the trailer, isn't it? Oh, yeah, <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah. And also, I presume you you, you remember. Um, when Sam Jackson was yeah. living in yeah. the yeah. 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 yeah, he stayed in the Grand Hotel. The ground, yeah. Got at the ground, yeah. The um, ground. <laughs> he, got, uh, he got a selfie outside of, south of Fleetwood, and, and everyone, <laughs> Fleetwood and everyone, because I mean, if you don't know, we're, we're, we're small town people. Um, everyone was fucking going mental. Yeah, yeah, well, it's you know, Sam Jackson comes to town. It's big news, you know. It yeah, was, it was. It, was it, very, it actually was massive news. It was. Yeah, it was massive news, and um, it made uh, it even pretty smaller news when Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> came later on everyone was like fucking Matt LeBlanc give us a shit we had yeah. Sam Jackson man. yeah yeah he came at the <laughs> wrong time he's only driving through anyway yeah. <laughs> oh god go on yeah. Chris go drive, up, drive off the North Bay go on fuck off lose <laughs> 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 all the anyway um, tell, us yeah, anyway. tell us yeah. about, tell us about the film Jack god, you're tripping me up here. have you got any notes for this one no notes for this oh, okay but it's not going to be a big in depth thing I'm just going to say a few things about it it's going to be three minutes long isn't it yeah, come on, get on with you. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you. Go on. So yeah, a large part of it is set in our hometown of Blackpool. Um, it's quite actually very, very dark. Like not just Tim Burton dark, but you no, know, there's actually a scene in it really? where there's this 
monster who goes around and eats eyeballs and takes its victims' eyes and starts eating them. And it just... That feels like Tim Burton dark to me. What what rating is it? Oh, it's a, it's a 12A. But I did feel, I don't know... Quite creepy. Uh, yeah, quite creepy. More creepy than I expected, anyway. It's a Tim Burton film. I know it is, but I don't know just the trailer and... I don't know. Really? Okay. Um, <laughs> I wasn't impressed with the lead character played by Asa Butterfield. Very wooden. Mm. Wasn't impressed with him. Uh, and a very shocking American accent. Oh, right. Um, which, yeah, took you out of the film a lot. Mm. But... On the whole, I enjoyed it. It was a, should have been doing a Black Puddlian accent. <laughs> it was a good story, um, if a bit cluttered. Tried to ram a bit too much in what there. Rating? Would you give it? Um, I'd probably give it a six and a half. So, like mm. right. uh, worth a watch, um, even if it's just to see our hometown okay. on the on the silver screen. You're struggling that cat, Jesus. But um, <laughs> any other notes? No, not really. I, but Richie, I know we're not going to review it now, but. Still go and see it if you get time. Yeah, yeah, I probably will. Or if I won't, then I'll get it on DVD and I'll watch it then. Um, and if you'd like even an even more in-depth review, although it's probably not even more in-depth, listen <laughs> listen out to Radio Likes this Saturday, yeah. 7.50am. Yes. Set your alarms. But no, that's it for me, two films. So uh, That's BST, by the way. Sorry, yeah, BST. Oh, Black Bull Sports Trust. <laughs> <laughs> British so, summer time. Yeah. So, yeah two, it's not summer anymore, is it? No. no, but we're still on the time. Oh, no, we need to get back to Greenwich Medium. <laughs> Greenwich Medium times. So we need to get back to Greenwich Mediums. Mean time. Mean time. Mean time. Sorry, yeah. Greenwich. Fucking hell. Um, but no, two films from me. Henry, what have you seen? Uh, I've seen quite a lot. TV. Right, finish Utopia. That was good. Obviously. Sure. Ah, yeah. Um, Louis Farouk's documentary about Jimmy Savile. Oh yes, of course. Or Louis Farouk Savile, as it was called. Yeah. Have you? Have you no, I'm still I'm not seen it. I'm, I'm going to get it on the iPlayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still there, you know. Um, God, just unbelievable because it uses a lot of his, a lot of the um, shots from his first, first documentary one, yeah. with him, which was in '99 or 2000. <clears throat> and oh. some of the footage is just unbelievable. What he what he was doing, even on camera, he was he was just. Acting in this such a weird way, Jimmy Savile and oh Savile, not Louis. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah Jimmy. Yeah. Um, just amazing, isn't it? and the way he, Louis Farouk just deals with all these people is just incredible. Mm. And yeah, we've made no secret of, about our love for He's just great. He's just it, the, some of the people he, he interviews. I mean, he tries to get as broad, broad a spectrum as possible. And some of these people who've been close aides to Jimmy Savile just can't. Get my head around it and just in absolute complete denial that the all some one of them thought I think she was his PA. She just didn't actually believe any of these allegations about not even allegations. I mean, in fact, she just didn't believe any of it mm. because she's just been brainwashed by this guy like the whole nation was, and that's the main message of it. Is he really did fix it? I <laughs> know <laughs> well, he did. But he did though. You know, he had he had everyone. Mm. He was mates. He was friends with. Politician, yeah, yeah. royalty. Yeah. I think there's was, was a great line Louis says towards the end because I think he, what I took out of it, the most thing was that after he made that 2000 documentary with Jimmy Savile, they actually became friends, mm. as in like close friends, and sort of went to see. Mm. And all yeah, I, I read. And that, this I is this that. whole thing with Jimmy. This is what he did. He just befriended all these people, and that's how he got away with it so long. Yeah, and so Louis, Louis is quite upset with himself for fi- thinking how did I not see me? yeah how did we not see me? and then, I can imagine everyone was oh, no, then the, the, one of the quotes towards the end is it says it's it's like a, it's like we said with quizzes 
it's only obvious once you know the answer and that's the right way to mm. sum up it's certainly mm. true with Jack's quizzes anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um, no go and check that out if it's a bit longer it's about 70 minutes but dead dead worth it it's fantastic oh, yeah, yeah. Um, another thing on TV is this Netflix series called Easy it's new. I, I talked about this last week yeah. I watched it you've done it all yeah yeah I watched it all Who's going to say what they thought first? I thought it was alright. I thought it was quite easy going. Hey. Okay. Pan the pan. No, yeah, pan, pan, pan the pan. I didn't really love it. You liked like one or two episodes. I liked, I like, I like, I liked the Dave Franco story. Yeah, but the best I was going to say, the best story was Dave Franco one. Because it was the only one not not just shoved in with a load of sex. Yeah, the rest of them was... Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't really like the rest of them. Like, there was some interesting Dave Franco bit, The Dave Franco bit was... The Dave Franco story was very good. I'm glad it came back again in the last episode. But then, but when I, after it, yeah, I'm glad it came back in the last episode. But after it, I was just feeling, to be honest, I could I could just watch a series about that story. I, but I thought they were all going to sort of interweave a bit more. We didn't really like all the different stories. It felt yeah when it got to the end and they all it's like some of them kept came in from yeah, other stories. Like, it couldn't really work it out. I guess it's kind of leaving it for another yeah. se- season. Um, but that was definitely the stronger story. Mm. But it had some good actors though. Al- 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 oh yeah, Orlando yeah. Bloom was in it. And that was just that was fucking that was, weird. Story. Uh, one of the worst ones I've sure. But he was good. Because it wasn't really anything. It was just like... No. It, it felt like they just got Orlando Bloom in as a selling point. Yeah. And then a threesome. What's, it, what's she called? Emra... What's her real name? Emily... Ratajkowski. Ratajkowski, yeah. She, she was in one of them. Mm, the one about the one who takes selfies. <laughs> one who takes oh. selfies with that guy, yeah. God, I hated that yeah, one. shit, wasn't it? Selfies yeah. and uh, so are they all the, like I literally, literally Embraer, the art of a selfie. Embraer oh. is a name is on Instagram. He's famous for fucking taking raunchy selfies, and that's all she does in the episode. I thought shit. It's like she's supposed to be this really. So basically, there's about two, two good episodes in eight. The rest of them. Are they, just, but are they all? Are they all like yeah, strange? Yeah, yeah, just short twenty like, minutes. There were some interesting ideas in most of the episodes, but definitely, but the they're all very I different. Kind of enjoyed watching was the a, Dave ser- a series of the Dave Franco one would have been. You know, series of eight on that yeah, would have been decent. Exactly, same. I agree. Dark matter, coffee, and all that sort of stuff. I like that. It's a good story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I felt most of the other episodes were just um, weird sex things just thrown mm. in. And I think like the premise in Netflix was the Chicago people are trying to juggle sex technology. Not really, but not actually. Like, um, I feel like, like the idea of it was supposed to be no one's life is easy. Yeah. And then you watch Orlando Bloom's story. Yeah. yeah. It looks like he's got an alright life. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was a bit... I didn't mind the first one. That yeah, that guy right. out of Oranges, he's in Oranges and New Black, and he's Piper's brother or something, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, him. Yeah. Um, I, th- I felt like that one was okay. Yeah, but that, even, was, that was funny, though. That was funny. It was funny, and, but even that had some cringy moments in it. Yeah. But So that one, that was kind of the one that got me to carry on watching it. Yeah, but then after that, it was, in, was it the vegan one? <laughs> it was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, the vegan one. Um, yeah. I like how it wasn't, how it wasn't really one, pushing one, an agenda. One of my, one of my favourite ones was the one with the... Foreign was it the Spanish people? That was really good. That was a good story because that that was actually well acted though. It was, and it was interestingly well told. Yeah, yeah, that was that was all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my so favorite was definitely yeah. So I think it's a bit of a. I thought it was a bit of a plodder, really. Mm. There was only two or three that I liked. Mm. Uh, but it, it, you know, sometimes it's just nice to watch something that's not fucking blood and guts because that's what I watch a lot. Of, really, yeah, murder, <laughs> death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alright so that's that and then just one more thing on TV it's just started Hunted 
Um, I think I talked about it last time, last year. It was just Channel 4 series, six episodes of real life, right. ten people go on the run. Um, I've not, I've, I've definitely have talked about it. It sounds familiar. It was on last so year. Know. It was on last year. It's come back again for a new series. Ten normal, normal people go on the run against MI5 for 28 days. Oh, yeah. I remember this grand. now. And it's just fantastic. It's just, I, I really like the programme. Well, really good. I mean, that does sound fun. Yeah. And it's really fun. Um, and the first episode, actually, two guys got caught in Blackpool. Oh, cool. <laughs> well, we don't got caught yet. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's really good because I, I like I like all the... I like the idea and I'm actually thinking of applying next year. So what, I'm what, joking, I think I'm actually going to apply for it. What techniques... How, how long do you think you'd last? 28 days. <laughs> <laughs> what techniques do these people use to like get out of... Um, so when you sign up, you remember to plug film night. Well, I can't, I'm going to say on it because they get your phone and everything. Like, they listen to all you. They can hack into your shit. So, so no, don't give anything away then. Give anything away. No. It's good though. I really like the program. Really good. I'd just like to say hi to the MI5 people listening now. <laughs> yeah, hi. Yeah. Like, we don't know where Henry is. So. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll give you his number. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think they can get it. It's really good though. It's like a six part of one hour episode every time. Yeah, sounds interesting. Um, Channel 4, you say? Yeah, and... I mean, some of the scenes, are, some of them are obviously made up for this series of show. Right. Like, some of the phone calls that we use, and some of the... And obviously, because it's all government, we can't tell you every fucking nut and cranny, so... Mm. But I really like the first series, because I just think it's a great idea. Um, cool. So that's that. And then I've watched two films, and then this is it, and Richie sure go. <laughs> one rewatch, and then one I went to the cinema this week to go and see. Mm. So rewatch was The World's End... Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. um, just fucking... You can see it up there. Yeah, yeah Proudly displayed. It's just great, isn't it? I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, it is. I think out of the three of the Cornell trilogy, it's one that people didn't like the most. Or didn't like the most, didn't they? Like the least. Like the least. <laughs> yeah, like the least. <laughs> They're all great, um, but I know what you they mean. They are all great. Um, I think I prefer it to Hot Fuzz. Oh, no, I don't, I don't. You don't? No. I don't. I'll it's do close. So they're, rank, they're all great. If I was going to rank them in a three, it probably would come at the bottom. Okay. But it's still bloody oh, hilarious. All three are hilarious. It's so funny. Yeah, they are. I think with that one, I think the more you watch it, the more it grows on you. Probably. What, World's End? Yeah. Yeah, because I've seen it like twice or three times now, and it's really good. And I've noticed that um, re- bringing back characters from space as well. Yeah, so yeah. Michael Smiley was in it. Yeah. Um, oh, there's, there, oh, there's references then, throughout the whole thing. Once it's in it as well, the guy, the guy on the bottom floor, Brian, and um, yeah. Marsha, she's in it as well. Yes. Uh yeah, it's really good. It's really like, it's really good. The world's end. Um, great, great little idea, and it's they're just so funny, aren't they? Yeah, especially with Edgar Wright's director. It's just oh yeah, it's good. It's, I've always got time for those films. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was just on, and I thought, yeah, I'm gonna sit and watch this. You can always because, watch it. Yeah, but it's co- it's comedy, but it's not like a comedy where you know, the American style ones. It's also clever. It's also clever, and it's also it's also quite engaging and just. Oh, and really it's, well it's, done. it's comedy I've not seen anyone else ever do before. No, no. Or, but, or since. But since I've sort of like rewatched Space recently as well, it, you, st- you can still see the same sort of... You know what you get in Space? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like the, like the the direction style is the same. He's yeah, always yeah, got yeah. that constant. Yeah. Um, and the co- comedy style is, is the same. Yeah. I, I love all of them. Mm, yeah. It's so good. Yeah, I do really like the world's end. Um, like I say, I, think I, I probably would put it at the bottom of the three. Mm. As a third place, but that's it's still a great film. Mm, mm. <clears throat> and then the other night, I went to the cinema to go and see uh, the girl with all the gifts. 
Oh, yeah, you said oh, you were right. going to see this. Um, the Paddy Constantin's in that as well, because he's in the I don't really know anything about it's this It's the Brit one. zombie thing. Yeah, and it was absolutely brilliant. Mm. It was really oh, good. Why the fuck didn't we review It's a British thing? independent film. Oh, okay. Funded by um, British Film good Institute. <laughs> fuck um, off. Paddy Constantin's in it. Gemma Arterton's in it. She was really good. And this young girl... Oh, God, she was amazing. Child actress. Yeah. Actress. Yeah, yeah. actress. She was great. Um, I'm not even going to try and pronounce her name so sorry <laughs> but no she was really good um, and basically it's, it's set in this backlash of a zombie apocalypse sort of thing mm. <clears throat> set on this military base these there's a lot all these children are carrying the zombie gene but they're not they're, they're, they're sort of sedated and they're actually human beings as well so we go to class in the morning. Gemma Arterton's a teacher, and they're trying, they're trying to like teach them and all this sort of stuff because you don't mm. really know what to do with them. Mm. But this whole area is protected by the zombies that are trying to get in. And Paddy Constantine is the um, chief in charge, chief army officer. Sure. Um, but then this little girl, Melanie, I forgot her name, man. Glenn Close is in it as well. Um, she, yeah, she, yeah, she's in it. Oh, she's cool. one of the main characters, and. Essentially, Glenn, Glenn Close wants Melanie to create this. She wants to get inside her head to use to sorry to create a vaccine. Sure, classic so, zombie. Yeah, stuff. yeah, classic. Yeah, that's the classic bit, but it's not a classic zombie film. It's very different. And Good. I don't want to see another classic. Yeah, the, the end of the end of won't give too much away, but the end no. of having to go into the city. The city's all run down, but it's occupied by zombies. But they're not moving. They're like static, and we we don't pick up on. S- smell and that sort of thing we mm. pick up on and it's, it's it's really different okay cool and the ending was I did not see it coming at all um, it was it was great I, I really enjoyed it really it wasn't it? just it wasn't just a, a run of the mill zombie film so this was on so at the a Odeon. lot more to it so yeah yeah so this was on at the Odeon yeah, yeah. but it's gone now <laughs> yeah yeah it's gone it was on our options for tonight um, was it if, if I was give it, I'd give it 8.5 or a 9. Yeah, that high. I've, I've really enjoyed it. I'd love to go and see it. I'd love to see it again. Um, we should have gone to see that one. Over this film. It's just, it was just very, very good. Um, and with hindsight, it's... Mm. Yeah. That's why I just went the other night to see. So I thought, we're not going to see it. I mm. want to see it. Let's just go. I didn't know anything about it. I had no idea it was... Uh... No, it, it, it was really good um if you, you might have to come on DVD now or something so you might have to check mm. it out but I really do recommend it and like I say I'd probably give it probably give it a 9 because I, th- I thought it was that good wow. um, love to watch it again and just to sort of because you know sometimes with you, all the medical terms and all that sort of stuff mm. um, but yeah that was that um, Girl with All the Gifts cool. good. Yeah. right uh, that's everything yeah that's yeah. everything yeah okay right well um, I haven't got I've got one thing. So, didn't watch any films. All I've been watching this week is uh, Rick and Morty. Mm. It's on Netflix, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I fucking love Rick and Morty. And, uh, yeah, I hadn't seen it. And Have you not? No. And oh, it's so funny. I, I just kind of thought, um, it, it appeared on Netflix, I got an email saying, oh, this has appeared on Netflix, mm. you might be interested. And I kind of thought, yeah, everyone says this is really good. Yeah. So I put it on and it's fucking hilarious. So oh, I'll have to get on it then. It's so great and so easy to watch. Yeah. Um, Dan Harmon as well, creator of Community, which I also love. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's like there's not much to say about it because it's kind of like a classic kind of cartoon sitcom type style. Every episode is, is different, but it's, 
Mm. Uh, so witty, so yeah. clever, oh, and it's, it's probably my favorite favorite college. Maybe it's so much better than Archer. It, I think it's just. Oh yeah, I agree. I think it's better than Archer. It might, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to wrestle with whether it's better than BoJack Horseman or not. I think BoJack Horseman's better than Archer as well. It's a difficult one, but like. That's a great, mm. great show, and I'm looking forward to carrying on watching it. What's annoying me is that only the first season is yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, I saw that. It's only one there. So I'm gonna have to. I'm just gonna buy the DVD. Mm. Second the season. So There's only two at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, there's only two. Third one's in production because we spend a lot of time like coming up with the ideas and the animation and stuff. That's why it takes a while. Uh, so far, personal favorite is one with Mister. Is it Meeks, Mister mm. Meeksy or something like yeah. that? That was so funny. Do you, do you know what the best things about Rick, the best ones with Rick and Morty? Uh, the ones where or the scenes where um, the adverts you know when it goes into a TV yeah have you, seen, you might not have seen any so when the into the dimensional TV yeah I've just seen the first one where they've done that right so do you know when it goes into the TV yeah and like all these TV make, and it's all, and it's all improvised. improvised yeah so funny. yeah cause I, got, I got that idea because he kind of yeah. says a line that hits yeah. oh, he says Oh, the interdimensional TV seems a lot more intro- there's, improvised there's, there's than... one episode where it's basically and it's like, it's like that, that one guy isn't it it's like is it I don't know is it, is it the same guy that does the voice of Rick and Morty? I don't, I don't think so, no. Oh, no, okay. I, th- I thought I'd seen that somewhere, yeah. saying that, but whatever. No, I might be wrong. I'll check it, I'll check it. But anyway, yeah, but yeah that was so funny, and, and the way they improvised that thing on the TV. <coughs> the two brothers. So funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Uh, I think that was the last one I watched, actually, that. Oh, okay. That one, so, yeah. Looking forward to carrying on watching that. That's that's all I've been watching all week. I've just been kind of hooked it's and watching so it. Funny, it. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, that's it for me. Mm. Okay. So uh, I guess we'll just move on to say that you can email us at filmnights at yahoo.co.uk if you want to send us any questions or uh, any messages you want us to read out and answer on the show. We will do. Please follow us on Twitter at filmnights underscore and subscribe to us on YouTube, iTunes, uh, Acast, and any other and any other podcast that you found us on. Other than that, unless anybody has got anything else they'd like to say, no. then I guess I'll say, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. Run my hometown.